0: Hello friendos, um, uh, video sphere. is that is that the way that we're going to be doing <laughs> Super, super professional type of intro, okay. Uh, so you're going to keep that in, don't edit it. Oh yeah,
1: yeah, naturally.
0: And who are you? I am Kenneth. And who are you? Uh, I'm West Coast Avenger Greg from the Court of Nerds, and we're kind of doing this Retrofecta thing again, which is kind of cool. We're back, baby! It's been, oh, God, almost a year? Yeah. Has it been that long? It's almost been as long as it's been
1: since this game came out. That was an exaggeration. Slightly. Yeah. Because it, it hasn't been 26 years. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, if you haven't, well, guessed by that. The, the fact that in,
0: in the uh, in the video or in the podcast title, yes, it's a video. Uh, in the <laughs> podcast title, you've noticed that it is Link's Awakening 1993. Now, I will say that, For this podcast, we didn't actually play the 1993 version of Link's Awakening. We played the Nintendo Switch version of Link's Awakening, which came out uh, two weeks ago, I think. Almost to the day? Uh, Two weeks ago tomorrow, from when we're recording this. Yeah. So.
1: Wow. You you can do the math, but Mm -hmm. yeah.
0: So this game uh, originally came out in 1993, like June 6th, 1993. Uh, And the director of the game, hold on, I just had this up and I thought it was really fun. Um, Takashi Tezuka, who who, I probably butchered his name, uh, wanted the game world to feel like Twin Peaks. Twin Peaks is one of my favorite TV shows of all time. So full disclosure, I've never watched that show. Uh, I... I
1: bring shame upon my family. In all fairness, that show is (laughs) dense
0: and it's hard to get into, and if you weren't already into it, it's kind of hard to, you know dive in and see what it's, cause it's real melodramatic and kind of bizarre. And in Link's Awakening, we do have a lot of those same types of things happening. Mm-hmm. Um, you notice that there is a Yoshi around. There are, um, what are the, uh, the, the, uh, uh there are Goombas yeah, and
1: Goombas and Bow Wows in it. Uh, and
0: all of these random, le- uh, 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 Super Mario characters yeah. are just peppered
1: throughout this game. It really is like a fever dream. So actually, Didn't Twin Peaks just come back last year? Also, after Uh, twenty-five years off, twenty seventeen, Twin Peaks came out. I think it could be. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe Hmm. there
0: is something there. David Lynch, get on it. I actually would totally watch a Link's Awakening TV show slash movie directed by David Lynch because it would be incredible.
1: Probably be banana pants also. Uh,
0: yeah, and somehow there's a random sex scene. Uh,
1: <laughs> oh no! <laughs> and uh, an
0: interdimensional demon is actually the final. Wait, an interdimensional demon kind of was the. Final yeah, I mean boss that. Yeah, it's uh, okay. All right. Spoiler alert.
1: Um So yeah, or this. 26-year-old game.
0: Right. So if you've never played Link's Awakening, it is absolutely bananas. Link washes up on the shore of an island after a storm with no knowledge of what just transpired, is found by a uh, lovely young woman by the name of Marin and her father, is it Taryn?
1: Taryn, who's definitely not Mario, we promise.
0: Totally not Mario, (laughs) yeah. But he's really into mushrooms. Yeah,
1: and has a weird dream where he's a raccoon
0: yeah yeah that's totally not 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 related to mario at all fun uh side note i just got the raccoon reference oh no (laughs) it's it's been a long time yeah yeah yeah. yeah. uh
1: wow okay so they they uh i think they were like ah you know this just came out uh we had that mario game on the game boy let's just reuse all those sprites that's less work for us yeah yeah Hmm.
0: this this game was really really bizarre I mean, so the storyline is a little bit angular, where, like, you have to... Uh, well, it's it's like most Legend of Zelda storylines, where go to the cavern and get the, you know... Go to the cavern, get the keys, open the chests, get the final boss key, get the super special item, go and fight a boss, maybe using that super special item. Mm-hmm.
1: That item then lets you unlock a new area that you couldn't get to before. Right. Brings and repeat.
0: Literally, it's, it's the Legend of Zelda formula that had been... Was this the this, this came was, out before Link to the Past. Didn't no, no, this
1: was number four. This was oh, a, okay. a year after Link to the Past.
0: Okay, so uh and it kind of um what's actually interesting is that it didn't play as well as Link to the Past did because I thought Link to the Past played a little bit more smoothly.
1: Yeah. That that game was a little tighter. Um I, I'm sure a lot of that was they had
0: you know, 16
1: bits of goop to work with versus the original 4 bits for this
0: one. Right. And this was a mobile game, or not mobile, excuse me, it was a... a, a yeah,
1: I mean... A, mostly mobile. Vaguely, game Boy it, mobile game. Mobile before we had that term for it. <laughs> right, yeah. Uh,
0: now, uh, full disclosure, I actually never played the original uh, Link's Awakening. I only played the DX mm, version nice. yeah, yeah. on uh, Game Boy Color.
1: Original holds up really well, actually. Um, okay. If you go back into Retrofactor Archives, uh, we talked about that probably two and a half years ago, and, like, it's... It's a solid game, especially considering they had, like, you know, two megabytes of memory to work with to hold stuff on, basically. Mm Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. Okay. So, uh,
0: the combat and everything, all of the, uh, 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 all of the game mechanics are pretty much exactly as they were. In the remake, they're almost identical to what they were when they were on the Game Boy Mm -hmm. Color. Um, the way that Link, uh, moves, the way that he attacks it's it's identical there's there's really no change for better or for worse there were a couple of improvements with the controls that i thought were really cool where that they automatically gave you your sword and your shield on two mapped buttons already
1: yeah Yeah, well they're like hey you've got a controller now that's got eight buttons on it instead Instead of of two two. let's take advantage of this it was really nice. Yeah. Yeah, it, not not having to remap every time you wanted to do anything was such a game changer.
0: And actually having the uh, Pegasus boots on the other one was a very good uh uh inclusion as well, I thought, yeah. because that was a great uh that was really a fun power to just kind of use to run around the oh, map. Oh yeah,
1: yeah. And uh and the power bracelet even. You you had to equip yeah. that previously. Uh-huh. So. Oh my gosh, that Yeah, thinking back on <laughs> it, it. It was a hassle.
0: <laughs> it was a that
1: game really was inventory
0: management the game. Yeah. I can't imagine <laughs> like switching because there were a few boss fights you know where you're like switching between a couple of different types of uh weapons specifically the final boss you're switching between so many different oh, types yeah. of weapons yeah yeah oh my god that would have been murder thinking
1: about it now um you had some problems though with the pegasus boots i you know i did and i i kept running into i would i would start dashing somewhere and it would flip me 180 degrees and i it was very reproducible so it even to the point where I wouldn't even be touching the left control stick, I would start dashing, and it would flip me. And I, I don't know if it was a weird bug, or if, like, something was jacked up with my pro controller, but... I, oh, it was on the pro controller? Yeah, yeah, so it wasn't even Joy-Con Drift or anything. Oh, wow, so.
0: okay, yeah, because when you told me about this before, I was totally like, oh, it's, it's Joy-Con Drift, yeah, totally. Yeah, I Because I played the majority of this game with the pro controller as well, because seeing it on the big screen is
1: awesome. Oh, yeah, yeah, because um, this game's gorgeous. So. It really is gorgeous, and we're gonna get back to that. Uh, but yeah, I didn't have any of the, the drift problems at all. Yeah, and, uh, my sister hasn't either, so I, I don't know. Honestly, I don't know what's up, but. I, eh.
0: There's just, there's goblins in your, uh, Goombas or whatever. There's, they're, <laughs> yeah. they're in your controller, and yeah, they're messing so. it up somehow. Um, is there anything about the, the controls that, uh, you thought maybe could have been improved a little bit from the previous? Because again, it, it played literally the exact same. Like this I, I noticed some of the same uh, like hitbox issues that I uh, that I had in the original game mm-hmm. were still prevalent um uh, what was uh, uh, uh the
1: other thing um swimming was really kind of garbage swimming was tough uh, I I honestly wanted to play this with a d-pad and I was kind of annoyed that I couldn't yeah and if you're going to force me to play a super old game with the analog stick I wish they had also updated it so it wasn't just the the eight degrees of movement and it was full, you know, full 360 movement. Mm -hmm. But yeah, that, that I got over that pretty quickly. That that was just kind of one of those right out of the gate. I was like, ah, that, that sucks. I can't go north, northeast or something. Yeah. So,
0: uh, oh, well, um, aside from that, uh, the game looks incredible, like absolutely. Like if, if they had been teasing that this had been coming out sooner, um, it looks like they've spent a good solid like five years on this. Yeah. On this remake. Um, every sprite and every character has been recreated in such a really cool kind of plasticky sheen to yeah. it. Yeah.
1: Plastic. And then the the thing that I, I had a huge O'Dell moment with this where I, I was looking at it and I was like, oh, it's kind of weird that it's fuzzy as you're walking the very bottom of the screen and the very top of the screen are a little fuzzy and i'm like uh-huh. oh that's strange i wonder why like it's almost like it's dream life. oh, oh duh. Yeah. right right right
0: uh-huh. <laughs> uh with the graphics though one of the problems that i did run into was frame rate issues oh yeah
1: yeah a lot of t- anytime you would uh exit a doorway or switch a screen it-, it definitely seems like it was chugging a bit to catch up initially or and when then there's a
0: lot fun. of enemies on the screen yeah. as well uh, there's that one area that's right nearby Martha's Bay uh, that has, like, a bunch of Moblins around mm-hmm. and a ga- and one of the, uh, the mushroom cap things that throw bombs at you. And uh, right there, the game drops from 60 frames per second all the way down to, like, 20, and it's really,
1: really jarring. Yeah, uh, which is surprising, too, because even, like, I, I don't feel like these graphics are that intensive, so I'm wondering if it's something they're going to be able to patch out in a release or two. And it could be. But, yeah, um, did you ever try it on the handheld? You I did. Guys? I played a little bit on the handheld, but it was a bit chunkier there, too. Yeah. Yeah, because oh, it, wow. it just doesn't have the, the extra oomph of constant power draw. So. Yeah. Eh. Huh.
0: Um, overall, I'd say actually the, uh, the frame rate was, uh, worse than, uh, Breath of the Wild overall. Because Breath of the Wild was really consistent in handheld and in dock mode. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, <laughs> until you got to, uh, Oh shoot! I am the worst. Oh, the Lost, yeah, Lost the Lost Woods. The Lost Woods yeah. was really bad. <laughs> you walk in there and you are like, "Oh, cool! It's a slideshow." I yeah. like This. Okay. Hey, all right. <laughs> Ten
0: frames per second. Oh, what okay, is this okay. Blight
1: Town in Dark Souls? Uh, nerd reference. I like it. Yeah, yeah. There you One go. day I am going to play that game,
0: and that day is not today. It's
1: it's not. I am still stuck on a uh, Fire Emblem.
0: So we'll have to talk about Fire Emblem too when it uh, when you actually get somewhere, uh, get to a point in the game where you can talk about it. Yeah, because yeah, right I mean, now you are even before the time skip. But. Yeah. Like I'd, a schlub. But I digress. Uh, did you have any problems with, like, the progression of the story at all
1: in... Uh... Not really, just, I think, because I knew exactly what to expect from it. Um, I I think if this was the first time I was playing it, I would have liked a bit more story to be layered in. Um, you didn't really get much conversation from people. You didn't... Like, I, I would have liked the bosses to be a bit wordier, mm-hmm. um, or a bit more verbose, maybe, but since I knew exactly what was going to happen the entire game it it was much more just oh yeah these kooky bosses with their two lines and then they try to murder me and you kill them in three hits yeah (laughs) oh man one i think uh the fourth the fourth boss uh, angler bay i think it was um i ended up getting into the boss room with the uh the triforce of power upgrade going and it was just like boop boop dead it's like oh oh this was the easiest battle i've had well uh so much for that one yeah
0: (laughs) uh i uh yeah, I, I, the, the, the thing that really struck me was how easy it was compared to uh, everything up until the final boss was mm-hmm. really, really easy. Uh, there were a few situations where like very, I think I died once and it wasn't even a full death because I had crazy Tracy's oh, nice. uh, yeah. upgrade on. Yeah, so it was like, oh, or whatever. now I'm back to full health. Look yeah. at that. And then I also had two bottles with fairies in them. So I was like, oh, and now I've got two fairies too. Yeah. So, um, yeah, it, it was a, it was definitely a children's game when it came out.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, the puzzles were all very easy to figure out. Even like the color dungeon, uh, that dungeon had a couple of puzzles where I was like, man, I, I get the reason why this is as easy as it is, specifically because, um, they wanted to make sure that people who were not playing it on the Game Boy Color could not complete it because they were so mm.
1: simple. Okay. Yeah. That makes a lot of sense.
0: Um, but uh yeah i kind of wish they would have remixed some of the the dungeons a little bit more i know that they had the dampay
1: that man that thing. i found that very disappointing yeah it, i played around in it for a bit and it was just like uh, you know if i want to do this i'm going to go back to mario maker and actually have a good time making a level yeah cuz it, it just it didn't give you nearly enough control so, so
0: uh, go ahead and explain like a little bit of what what dampay actually allowed you to do in in the game yeah
1: so as you as you would uh beat the uh beat the dungeons you would get these tablets basically that you take back to uh dampe and be like hey here's a new thing for your collection and that unlocks uh dungeon tiles that you can then use to craft your own little dungeons that you can then run through and it's basically like a, a zelda maker but just super stripped down compared to the options you have in Mario Maker. And I wonder if they were trying to test the, the waters or if they wanted to make it more expansive and just ran out of time. But it, it just, it felt like it was an interesting idea that just didn't have enough. Flesh on the bone to make me care about it. Uh,
0: I I read and you'll have to forgive me because I don't remember the name of the director. Um, but the the reason why it was as stripped down as it was was actually a conscious decision because they said with puzzles with The Legend of Zelda, the big problem is you want to make sure that they're solvable. Mm. And Mm -hmm. so they could not quite figure out a way to make it like Mario Maker where you could have complete control over, like, here's what this part of the puzzle does, here's what this part of the puzzle does. Um And they couldn't do it in a satisfying way. Okay, so instead, they kept it as, well, you could take this room and put it here instead, and it has this already pre-built puzzle in mm-hmm. it. So there's not multiple room puzzles, it's just this one room has this puzzle, this one room has this puzzle.
1: Yeah, which really, unfortunately, defeats the, the point of Zelda, where you... Often have multi-room puzzles. That, exactly. That span, okay, I hit this crystal here, it unlocks this five rooms over, now I can drop down to this other level and do this new thing. And... You're talking about the, uh, uh, the Eagles Tower. Oh man, that, that place drove me nuts. Really? really? Oh yeah, I, cause I, I super screwed up, Um through the the wrecking ball into an area that I wasn't able to get to yet. Oh and spent no! Quite a while wandering around before realizing. Oh yeah, right. If I if I just walk out and back in, it resets it back mm-hmm. to its initial location. So I I probably blew a good hour just trying to get to that stupid ball when I screwed it up, and <laughs> that was fun. That that was a good evening. The,
0: the uh, yeah, I, I don't know if I, uh, I the 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 problem that I ran into with some of the. Uh, with some of the game was that I tried to do too much too soon where, and I actually sequence broke myself out of getting all the seashells. I Mm -hmm. had 48 out of 50. Oh man. Uh, and that is unfortunate. (laughs) Well, it's not really a big deal because the ultimate thing that you get when you get all 50 seashells is literally a dungeon tile. Oh. So
1: Okay, well that's vaguely disappointing. <laughs> womp womp. <laughs> yeah.
0: I guess I can skip that. Once you get forty five, you get the upgraded sword, which yeah. does double damage. Yeah, so that's the
1: big thing anyway.
0: Yeah. Um but what I ended up doing is uh I didn't finish uh Oh gosh, what was it? The cave uh uh what was the the, the not the water cave I think it was the cave where you get the flippers. I don't remember what that one what that dungeon's called.
1: That's Oh, shoot. That's one before... It's the
0: Waterfall Dungeon. Yeah,
1: yeah. Not not Angler's Bay, but the one right before that. Right. Um, so, waterfall Dungeon, as what it's now I, known. <laughs> what I like to do
0: when I play Legend
1: of Zelda games
0: is I try to see how far I can get with the item, the special item that you get in each dungeon. So in the first dungeon, I know you have to beat it, otherwise the game won't let you progress. Mm-hmm. So first dungeon, I went and I finished it. Second dungeon... You don't have to finish and the game will let you progress.
1: That, your entire playstyle makes me so uncomfortable. So you go and you pick up <laughs> I don't like the, it at all.
0: So you pick up the item in that one, you leave and then you go on to the next dungeon. Mm-hmm. Pick up the item in that one, leave, go to the next dungeon, pick up the next item there and then I think there's like one other one where you have to uh it's one of the um uh one of the later ones. It's like you have to finish the Eagle's Tower. To uh, to actually continue because then Marin shows up and you oh, actually are able yeah, to you hook shot yourself over
1: and yeah. then you can yeah okay. right
0: so you have to do that there uh, so I did that and so I had all of the items in the game went back to the second dungeon and whooped the whole thing's ass well yeah
1: yeah you're like cool as what's you do up? got my fire rod pew so, pew yeah. got the boomerang interestingly enough the fire rod massively uh, nerfed I th- I found yeah which is so strange considering how banana pants the boomerang is now so. oh my gosh yeah, the boomerang
0: does like two sword hits of damage yeah. it's insane so it's like boomerang rocks feather literally you don't need anything else mm-hmm.
1: yeah that, that was my go-to for every situation
0: including boss fights yeah oh you want me to hit it with a sword why would i do that no, when i could just throw nah, a boomerang from a safe distance yeah I was actually waiting to pick up a, uh, a Magic Boomerang, but then I realized that was in Oracle of Ages and, and or Seasons. You know, I have never played either of those. Really?
1: That is one of the great shames of my life.
0: So the Magic Boomerang, uh, you actually can control a little bit. It's it's kind of iffy. Think of okay. it kind of like, uh, you remember the bomb chews in uh, Legend of Zelda Ocarina of Time where you mm-hmm. can like, put the bomb chew down and you can kind of yeah, control it a little bit. A bit? Yeah, aim them around a bit. It's yeah. like that. Okay. That's really cool. With a boomerang, yeah, kind of cool, and it does like double damage or something because it's special and it's blue, Whatever. yeah, naturally. Uh, but uh, yeah, no. So rocks, feather, boomerang, got through everything. But anyway, so I went, I made my way through all of the dungeons, and then after the waterfall dungeon, what's I did that one last, and what's supposed to happen after the waterfall dungeon is once you beat it, a ghost follows you around. Mm, yeah, this yeah. could have been a bug, but no ghost followed me around. So the seashell that was sitting in the ghost's manor on the beach was not there. Okay, that's yeah. That's really yeah. Sad. That,
1: yeah. That is sad. But also maybe don't play this game like a monster. You know. <laughs> I mean, yeah, but you play Legend of Zelda games the way you play it. Yeah, you know? no, it's true. It's true. I, do I you can't. also
0: do you also like go get your you know pumpkin spice latte and wear UGG boots and. I'm calling you basic. I'm, yeah, no. I, basic. I was
1: I was picking up what you're putting down. Do you have an infinity
0: scarf as well. Cuz that's that's how people play. Basic people, basic people that's, play Legend that's of Zelda how I play, that dude.
1: way. I've got that. It keeps me warm. My I'm sure you never mind. even touched that's Master sea. Quest. No, you know I got time for that. <laughs> ain't no one.
0: Get good. Um but uh yeah so I kind of I, I kind of screwed myself out of that. I did mm, I did everything else in the game. The, the other thing that really struck me about this is how much of the map is devoted to a single puzzle. Mhm. So uh the sign puzzle is one where you have to go to each sign and read the sign, go to the next sign, Dude, read that sign. That things like a 16th of the map
1: it's, for a one and done puzzle, yeah.
0: And then there's the uh the raft raid slash uh uh race Mm -hmm. which takes up again a good chunk it's like an eighth of the map it's huge um and then there's the one area it's the desert that you go to once yeah yeah yeah
1: yeah it's weird (laughs) actually i hadn't thought of it that way that that a lot of the the map wasn't really well yeah a third of the map is just these three puzzles yeah hmm
0: or and then uh if you add on top of that cuz remember that with the uh when you go to the desert you're only getting one thing
1: mm-hmm. uh,
0: you know plus the there's like two or three uh seashells yeah, that you can a seashell pick up there yeah
1: like i think a heart piece or something but...
0: yeah and then uh, uh just north of the animal village there's the um uh oh gosh the, what is it
1: the key key fortress
0: thingy the, the yeah the random key fortress thing and then again that is literally just the one puzzle there's a heart piece two seashells mm-hmm. and that's it you get a story thing there which is cool but aside from that it's like okay this is one small piece of the map t- taking up this much space on the map when there could have been some other stuff
1: going oh yeah on. Oh, and I think that's something a uh, Link to the Past did a lot better was. Oh, totally. It, you kept going through the entire map, and there is reasons to go back to places. Whereas this, you know, once you've done each of those, you never go back to them again. Mm-hmm. There's
0: literally one seashell. One seashell in the sign puzzle. Yeah, that's weird. And it's the 16th of the map. Yeah, <sighs> yeah. I mean, I guess, so, uh, I guess that has to do probably more with the memory, the amount of space that they had on the cartridge at the time. Mm-hmm. And they had to limit how much they were doing, and they wanted to fill out the map, and so they just created a puzzle for that one location. I'm sure that's probably how they yeah, were thinking and it. it.
1: it does help the world feel bigger. Because yeah. especially, you know, for a game that was an er- pretty early release Game Boy game, like, you open the map up in this, and you're like, okay, cool, that's this is pretty big. There's, there's a lot going on here. Mm-hmm. And then it, as you're walking around, it doesn't feel like it as much, but yeah. it, it at least gives the illusion of it. Mm-hmm. Um, what did you think of the music? Oh my God. I loved it so much. It, I I love the the Windfish theme in general and having it completely redone in like this weird balance between orchestral, but still kind of like four bit. Slightly midi. MIDI yeah. 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 Like it, it was fantastic.
0: I think that goes for the rest of the sound design too because there were a couple of little things that would go on and that would happen that were very cool and very MIDI mm-hmm. sounding like original you know high definition MIDI yeah yeah sounding and then you get to the um once you get all the pieces of the uh, the orchestra and you play it for the windfish I had to um I was playing it uh, uh next to my girlfriend and I I told her uh I said hey do you mind if I turn this up real quick and she goes Nice Oh, yes. yeah, sure. She turns down, uh, I think it was, like, Dragon Quest is what mm-hmm. she was playing, and I started playing it, and she goes, oh, that's really pretty. I'm like,
1: yeah, no kidding. So, interesting thing I did not realize uh, when I was playing through this back in the day, you can go to the Windfish and play it with however many pieces you have at that point, and it'll just do, a like, an abridged version of the entire song, which huh. is pretty neat. And so, like, I, I would just do, and I, I think you can't actually get up there until after the... S- third dungeon you have to have the uh, the power bracelet <laughs> yeah yeah but so i would just after each dungeon i would go up there play it and then just get the you know like okay cool here's the same song again with one more piece added in and it was a very nice progression across all of those mm-hmm. in terms of legend of
0: zelda games where would you rank this
1: mm. oh man it's tough because it for especially for the context of it being a Game Boy game, like, I think they did amazing things with it. But also, it's a pretty simplistic Zelda game. So, down the list a fair amount. Above or below Skyward Sword? Ah, see, now you're putting me on the spot. Um, I, I think I'm going to have to say above it. Uh, I like Skyward Sword. I, I thought it had a great and different and interesting story. This, this one, Link's Awakening, is more iconic. Zelda to me. Okay, so how about you? I would say I put this higher
0: than uh, Links' uh, Adventure of Link, obviously, because that Ooh. one is is trashed here. Um, Skyward Sword, uh, you know, I thought was I thought was interesting. I didn't get to play it as much as I'd like, mm-hmm. so I can't really render a judgment too much on that one. Um, and aside from that, I can't think of another Zelda game, aside from maybe the original, that I liked less than this.
1: Oh, I, I would definitely put the original below this, just because it. Eh, I'm not a huge fan of original NES games in general, so yeah, which isn't the best for doing a podcast about that's so. literally about <laughs> retro yeah <gaming>. retro games.
0: <laughs> yeah, it it didn't hold up as well, mm-hmm. uh, and and it was uh, so I would say that this is better than the don't don't crucify me listener but I, I would say that this game is better than the original zelda game if much shorter mm-hmm. um and yeah uh i i can't think of any game that is worse than this aside from that yeah. aside from those two
1: actually Three. speaking of adventures of link um i did really enjoy in this how they go to anytime you're going between uh stairways in the dungeon it would cut to the the side 2d view mm-hmm. and that that I think was a very nice homage to Adventures of Link, kind of tying back to it. Yeah, while also being good, not crappy. I mean, less crappy, less crappy. Yeah, <laughs> you got to jump on a Goomba as as Link, and you know that that's a unique experience. Yeah, <laughs> I was like, oh
0: man, you cannot handle anywhere near as well as Mario did, oh, and yeah. we're in
1: a Mario type of situation. And uh. it, it's one of those I would be if they made another uh, just top down Zelda game. I would not mind seeing that again and see what they could do with it with uh, contemporary gameplay techniques. I kind
0: of really want them to re-release uh, uh, Oracle of Ages and Oracle of Seasons.
1: I would love that. Use actually, this graphic engine.
0: And that actually brings me to, I think, the bi- the game's biggest detriment, which is the price tag. I paid $60 mm-hmm. for this game, and I don't think it's worth that.
1: I, I completely agree. I, I think if this was $40... I would have been a lot more happy about it. Keep going. <laughs> I, I mean, the problem is, you know, this is it. It was a full overhaul of the game. It and totally I, was. I know that takes a lot of time and energy and a lot of people. Yeah, and
0: I, you know, a, a lot of a lot of respect to Nintendo for for uh, uh, for being able to do this and doing it in a way that made the game look and feel as good as it did. Um, oh man, I struggle to pay more than thirty bucks. For this game. Yeah. Because it it really was a mobile game
1: port. (laughs) Oh, yeah. (laughs) You know, essentially. Yeah, I'm just very glad that I picked it up, uh, the physical copy, so I could now loan it around to people as well. Exactly. I did the same thing. Yeah. So, if I had bought this digitally, I think I'd be a lot more annoyed about the price.
0: Totally. But if they do release Oracle of Ages and Oracle of Seasons, each one of those games is twice as long as Link's Awakening. Mm Mm-hmm. To, I think it's an experience that ends up being, like, 60 hours in total, plus there's, like, a little third extra dungeon thing that it throws you into after you complete both of them, and
1: I'd love to see a remake of those. Yeah, that would be cool. I Well, I, I'm of the opinion they should remake, basically... Every single the game? Yeah. Yeah, because, you know, I'd love to see Wind Waker on the Switch. Oh, my uh, God, so much. Skyward Sword, Twilight Princess, like, both those could just use a nice HD refresh. Majora's Mask. Oh, my God. Well, yeah, I, man, if they released Ocarina of Time and Majora's Mask, like.
0: Ah, uh, HD remakes of those games ugh. with graphics similar to Breath of the Wild, it'll never happen.
1: Yeah, but.
0: Well, I, I, I but can't I say never because Nintendo is okay with printing money.
1: Yeah, every now and again, they're like, we, we need a new party yacht. Let's, uh, let's just remake a Zelda or a Mario. Okay. Oh, hey, look at that. We just made <laughs> millions and millions of dollars on this in the first week. Yeah. Sweet. Because also, this game sold like gangbusters. Oh, totally so. did, yeah. It's a $60 price tag on it? Yeah. Damn. damn. Yeah. Ugh. Uh-huh. Um, final thoughts on the game. Total blast to play. I loved it. Probably not worth the price, but if you can get it once it's on sale a bit or borrow it from a friend... Hundred percent worth your time.
0: Okay, I definitely give this uh, uh, three heart containers out of ten. Oh man! Oh that 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 hurts
1: my heart container. <laughs> I, I give that. See, I give Did this you just st- lose a quarter? I did. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
0: that's how. That's that is how bad I felt
1: after I beat the game and went crap. I paid sixty bucks for this. <laughs> Yeah, that's fair, and I, I do wonder because I I would give this like a solid probably six, okay. Um, but then also I didn't have consoles growing up. Uh, my my cousins had a a Game Boy, and that was it. And for a long time, all they had was the original Mario Land and this game. And so I played this a ton growing mm-hmm. up. So I, I think I have a lot of nostalgic value wrapped in it as well. Oh, man,
0: Mario Land. I'd love to play again because that game, that, was, that game, that was game holds up really well, yeah. too,
1: actually. So.
0: Yeah, pick a Mario game. It probably held up. Yeah, right. Even the original <laughs> held up very well. Yeah. Hmm. Okay. All right. Well, this has been
1: Retrofecta. Where can people find more information about this podcast? At uh, notlg.com slash retrofecta. Facebook.com slash Retrofecta, on the Twitters, every now and again, at shockingly Retrofecta. And And, we're going to
0: try to play more games in the future, yeah so we'll have a little bit more retro-ish content for you. This game was kind of retro-ish.
1: Yeah, it was a weird uh, dual world kind of feel, Mm -hmm. so... Where, like where a, can people find you also? It's definitely a link between oh, the geez. two
0: worlds. Okay, mm. that also,
1: that game is a treasure. That game was solid. I too. love it so much.
0: Uh, I'm West Coast Avenger Greg from The Court of Nerds. You can find more information on uh, The Court of Nerds at thecourtofnerds.com. Uh, while you're there, make sure you check out Marjorie Steele's amazing piece. On um uh uh on Dark Crystal Age of Resistance. Uh she's going through each episode and giving it uh kind of like a deep dive that it to- so totally deserves and she is just a treasure. Uh nice. so That's definitely a show check that out.
1: Watch. That is it... a movie I need to watch. Dude, that movie is so good. And I... I feel like I'm one of the very few people who ever watched watched it growing up. Everyone yeah. else was off watching Labyrinth. <laughs> uh-huh.
0: Well, while you're there, yeah, make sure you check out all that other stuff. Uh and
1: yeah. This has been Retrofecta. Yeah, thanks for listening. Keep on gaming, everyone.